Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Uh, on Deshaun, he's not going to practice today. Um, he continues to be day-to-day with this injury, and we'll continue to treat it. And uh, that's really, I'm not going to have updates past uh, today. Got him right where we want him as we're coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market. <laughs> Beautiful downtown Canton, 61 degrees. That's the good news. The bad news is the line in the Browns game is up to 6.5. Deshaun Watson didn't practice. Are you nervous? Well, as we talked about all day yesterday, if he doesn't play, they have no chance of beating the 49ers. I don't care how good the defense is. And then uh, what you didn't hear uh, in that opening cut from Kevin Stefanski is who else didn't practice today for the Cleveland Browns, okay? It wasn't just Deshaun Watson. Uh, Joel Batonio out with a knee injury. Miles Garrett with a foot David Njoku with the burns on his face and hand. And also, we know Nick Chubb is out for the year. So their top five players, arguably, um, are either out for this week's game or did not practice today. The only team in the history of the National Football League that gets banged up on the bye week. (laughs) Can't make it up. I'm sorry. I I have to kid because it's my favorite team. All due respect to the Detroit Lions. What else are you going to do? I mean, you have to look at it this way because it's a long season, and we don't know how it's going to end. We don't know how they're going to play this Sunday. And it's one of those things that, look, they may not have a chance to win this game even if Deshaun Watson plays. But would it shock you, I mean, really shock you, if somehow, some way, in this league, an underdog that's a seven-point underdog, basically, ends up winning a game at home outright? Nothing surprises me in the NFL, although this might. Well, here's what I'm, I'm going to do, because today I already made my bet on the game, okay? I went into one of my apps where I still have some mm. money left, right? And uh, I took and, and I adjusted both the spread and the over-under number on this game because I wanted to get something I felt comfortable with just to win so a few you, bucks. you teased it. Yes, okay. I did. So I teased it. Because right now the line is six and a half. 49ers are favored by six and a half <laughs> in Cleveland, right? So I, you know what? If I can get that down to four and a half, let me see if they'll let me lower it to four and a half. I got it down to four and a half. What it cost? Okay? You? What it cost you? Uh, well, I, I don't know what it cost me, but I'll tell you what I ended up. Uh, you right. know what what my winnings might be based on what I did. So I, I lowered lowered it to minus four and a half, and I. Uh, raise the over-under number to 44-and-a-half just in case. Because uh-huh. I'm thinking, you know, maybe, just maybe, you know, they the 44 mm-hmm. could be the number scored in this game, mm-hmm. possibly, okay? So I went minus 4-and-a-half, I took the Niners, and I took the under on 44-and-a-half. I bet $8 to win 20 bucks. That's a lot of work. It, you know what it boils down to? 
How much does it cost you to make a buck, no matter whether we're talking business or, in this case, maybe making a wager? Do you really feel that it matters whether or not they get four points or six and a half points? I don't believe the Browns can keep the score that close. If I were going to take a chance on this, and I might still do it yet, unless it gets over seven, because let's remember, three, six, seven are the key numbers, right, in a football game. Usually three, six, and seven. I mean, that's how you score, right? Yep. It very rarely would fall between four, five. Could it happen? Yes. Does it always happen? Probably not. Do you think that the 49ers come in? If the 49ers come into this town and whack the Browns, it's going to be a whole heck of a lot more, in my opinion, than seven points. And, JT, I, I, I wanted to believe that. I wanted to just say, screw it. I'm going to give the six and a half, and I'm going to put 25 right. bucks on the, the Niners. Mm-hmm. But I watched some upsets in the last couple of weeks that right. had no business happening. That's right? makes it hard. And so that's why, you know, I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to adjust uh-huh. the spread, the over-under, and I'm going to go right. with a, a, a number that I'm comfortable yeah, with. Yeah, that makes sense when you're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Makes all the sense in the world when you're talking about a team like the Buffalo Bills. We're talking the Cleveland Browns here. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the percentage is, but I have to believe it's pretty good that the favorites normally cover against the Browns because, let's face it, over the last 20 years, this has not been a good franchise. Have they covered a couple of times? Absolutely. Do they do it most of the time? No. Yeah. No. No. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I get you. I don't see a team like this. With the injury to your quarterback, your leader, now all of a sudden, and remember this too, if Deshaun Watson doesn't play, how does the locker room perceive him? Is he their leader? Because last week it didn't seem so. And I don't know if it was just rumors, but you heard some rumblings and maybe something coming out of Berea. We thought he was going to play. We thought our leader was going to be there. He told us all week long he was going to play. Well, we found out a couple of minutes before kickoff he ain't playing. Do you look differently at a guy like I, I don't know? And with this That's team, a great question. It wouldn't surprise me because sometimes young teams are fragile. We knew this in baseball. This team, for whatever reason, gets in the way of themselves. You can call the Browns the youngest team in the NFL last year, or maybe even parts of this season before we sign some of these key veterans. But are they leader mentality? Do they have that leader mentality where they can take this team and say, "Hey, you know what?" Nobody's coming into our house, and they're not spanking us by a touchdown. We're going to win this game. I don't know if there's any leadership on this team. You know the culture's not there, not yet. Right. Yeah, the the, the winning culture that they supposedly uh, are trying to build, um, yeah, it, it is not there. So I'm looking at my uh, uh, at my M- BetMGM app right now, okay? Let's say you wanted to give the six and a half yeah. like uh, we're talking about. Um, and bet, what do we want to bet, 25 bucks? Nah, nah, okay, nah, here's enough. what it would pay. Not enough. Yeah, we go up to 50. Give me a 50 or a buck. Give me a 50 or a buck. A All full right. dollar. It, Let's go. It, if you wanted to take the Niners minus the six and a half and you bet $50, your return would be ninety three forty. Let's go. <laughs> Jeez. I'm supposed so, to be a Browns that, fan. Don't get me excited like that. I, I know. If you bet twenty five, your return would be forty six seventy four. It ain't never easy, okay? is it? It's never going to be easy. Like I said at the beginning, it wouldn't shock me. Although I would be a, a bit surprised if the Browns win this game. But for all this now, other off the field issues, and a guy gets burned at a at a pig roast or whatever the heck happened, to David and Joku. I mean, seriously, get out of your own way and focus on football. 
Now, if you really wanted to buck the trends yes. and say, hey, give me the Browns to win this sucker outright, oh, baby, right? Boy. On a money line. For $50. Ooh. You're going money line on the oh. Browns for $50. How much? You ready? Yep. You ready? Two fifty. Fifty dollar bet returns you one sixty five if the Browns win it out. Boy, Merry Christmas, let's go. <laughs> so which way are you leaning? You're I'm taking to, the forty ers I'm giving those ways. No, I can't believe in this team, Kenny. You saw the way they played against Pittsburgh. You saw the egg yeah. they laid against the uh Ravens. Hey, a Raven egg. Yeah, that's what was laid, laid all right. A, laid an yeah, egg. No question about Come that. Come on. Yeah. Well, I bet eight dollars. Uh, with the Niners minus four and a half and the under forty four and a half to win twenty bucks. Imagine, so that, there's my wager for imagine the Imagine what's what Monday's show would be like if the Browns somehow rise up and beat this team. Oh jeez. <laughs> Do you imagine the victory Monday that it would be? Phone calls from everywhere. Sam and Canton. Denny, where are you at? The Browns just won the Super Bowl. They beat Christian McCaffrey and Brock Montana. And Brock. NFL Films, uh, resurrect John Facenda. It was a cold day on the shores of Lake Erie. And the Cleveland Browns, a seven-and-a-half-point underdog, because it'll be that by then, rose up and up spanked high. the team of all teams in the San Francisco 49ers. So if it's six-and-a-half, don't you normally get three for home field advantage? Uh, yeah, they right? say that. Isn't if that what they say? When you're home good. field advantage is worth three points if you're um, good. in most games. If you're good. If you're good. So that means this is a nine-and-a-half-point swing. Didn't right? we think before the spread was out, whether Deshaun Watson was playing or not, it would have been six? The, the number has risen since we still don't know, and that's the reason we played Kevin Stefanski at the beginning of the show. Yeah. He didn't practice today. Not going to say anything else about it. Don't really know anything, which leads you to believe, due to the price of the game going over and the point spread going up, that he ain't playing. But it was a cold day on the shores yeah, okay, of John Lake Erie. <laughs> and did you see last week they had all those water spots? A water spout came in, and the Cleveland Browns beat the San Francisco 49ers in a game for the ages. For the ages. For the, for the ages, yeah, <laughs> Niners and Browns. They, they took six. the football directly to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, put it in a case. Nobody thought they were going to win this game. Super Bowl. No, Cyber Bowl. Let's go. Cyber Bowl. <laughs> you couldn't beat this team if you had Brian Sype. Are you out of your mind? Oh, gosh. Well, uh, I, I'm curious to hear, and we're going to play it a little bit later. Brian, play the cut again from Kevin yeah. Stefanski about Deshaun Watson uh, in today's practice. Here's Kevin Stefanski earlier today. Uh, on Deshaun, he's not going to practice today. Um, he continues to be day-to-day with this injury, and we'll continue to treat it. And uh, that's really, I'm not going to have updates past uh, today. Do you ever think Kevin Stefanski co- goes home at night and tells his wife, what, what did I get myself into? No, because whether he wins or loses, he still gets his that's money. Still, though, I mean, you're thinking about no, your future. I, that, He's a young that's guy. That's the security. I don't nope. know. Money isn't everything, the security. is it? Hey, well, in this case, I will say this: he is a good-looking guy. If he gets let right. go by the Cleveland Browns, his next stop is a network. A network, or he becomes a model, right? He becomes a, a, model? a, a dad model. Yeah, he could be a model. What man. is he going to do? Wear yeah. Dockers? 
Do- yes, Dockers would be perfect for him. Are you kidding me? He oh could- gosh, there. Plenty of uh, uh, different uh, you know what uh, I, fashion designers that would like to use. He's him. a hair care model. He's facial yes. haircut. You know, he goes to, to do something with somebody that does something with trimming, like hair a trimmer. Yes, Shick. Norelco. Norelco. The yeah, Christmas. He's like George George Costanza, no. the hand model. You do this, you'll know it'll be the holidays when you see that Norelco commercial. You know the one. It's Santa oh. Claus on that razor comes down that hill. You put Kevin Stefanski on that razor. Put his face on the. You the just put him on and let him ride through there, man. <laughs> then, because that's when you know it's a holiday season. Anytime yes. you, that's usually the very first commercial you see. Like, oh boy, I better start thinking about Christmas shopping. Here comes Kevin Stefanski on that razor. Kevin Stefanski for Norelco. <laughs> you could put his face on the box that the razor comes in. Yes, that too. Oh, or how about this guy. one? How about hair dye? Beard dye, right? Fine. You want to get oh, rid yeah. of the gray and they the beard? That. That's right? the one with Emmett Smith. Who's the guy played for the, uh, the Knicks that's on that commercial with him? Walt Frazier, maybe? Is that who it is? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so he could do the the, the yeah. shaver if he gets oh, fired. Boy. And he could do the, the men's hair dye, whatever that men's hair gel dye is or whatever the hell yeah, that is. I forget the name of it. You wash I've it away. I've never used it. Wash it away. Yeah. I like to use it. I think it works. It works. How could it work on your beard but not your head? That's what I don't get. You have to learn how to apply it properly. Yeah, I don't and think so. Go for just for men. Just it? for men. That's it. That's it. Just for men. Kevin Stefanski. Starring Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> that's him. He would be in, in such a better fired. mood. Can you imagine a guy? He'd be in such a better mood if he was a TV ad model. Oh, gosh, yes. You, you work, what, two days a month? That's about it. He'd either be now, fun. he's not making the millions he's making in the NFL. He'd, but, he'd either be fun. Or he'd be a curmudgeon the way Urban Meyer is when he watches the Buckeyes' offensive line. Boy, was he pissed. He should be. That offensive line stinks. Did They're he, terrible. Did he recruit those kids? Were they there? No. This the, Hey, this is Ryan Day's class now. From here on out, these are all Ryan Day guys. Even with right? the pandemic year? And, and remember this, too. Simmons... The, the transfer in the portal, that was a pit by Ryan Day going no. out and getting their their left tackle. That was brought in by Justin Fry, the offensive line coach. Well, he has to okay it. Well, right? you, Final it made all the, the sense coach. in the world. You guys got to have to try to get any better. It was the next best guy on the, on the totem pole, so to speak. In the pecking order, you had to get it. And it takes you back into this entire transfer portal. And I'm not sure that I like it anymore, but the thing is this. When you consider the fact that everybody gets into the transfer portal, and that's one of the reasons why they're going to shorten that time period where guys can put themselves into a situation where they can transfer to another school. Every time you look at a roster of another team, it doesn't surprise me that we see what we consider upsets. If you look at that Louisville-Notre Dame game last weekend, I guarantee you there's more than a handful of transfers that ended up on that Louisville squad that takes down Notre Dame. But then again, you look at Notre Dame and say, we can't really be that upset about it. Where did our quarterback come from? Wake Forest. So they're doing right. it too. Yeah, Notre Dame's just not that good, right? Wow. I, I thought uh, the way they started the season with uh, you know the, the quarterback that transferred from Wake Forest and the numbers he put that. up, and they, they, they were on fire, and then the Buckeyes held them to 14 points. They barely beat Duke, and then they go on the road, and they lose at Louisville. I can't say whether or not they're no good or just not coached very well because I got a feeling well, this is it for Marcus Freeman. Yeah, I'm with you on that. He, he's earned the right to get a pink slip at the end of the season 
especially if well, they get beat by USC. They're favored against USC this weekend. How is that possible? Because USC doesn't play any defense. That's it. Well, they can outscore you. Then. And they're at home. Yeah, they might. But that, Notre that's Dame, USC's, Notre you Dame's know, defense is decent. I don't know. You know, it goes back to recruiting. Now, you're a high school senior. You're getting recruited. And I have to believe that if somebody offers me, I have to take it immediately and not be a holdout to see if somebody else comes along with a better offer or a school I'd like to play to or play at better than the one that just offered me. And the reason is simple. If I don't take the offers that come, the chances of another offer coming are slim to none because these guys, let's face it, man, why would you look for a high school senior when you can go pick somebody from another program and have them come right in and be probably a year older, a little bit more mature, maybe a little bit stronger, bigger, faster, $6 million man, get him in an NIL deal, and let's roll with a transfer instead of a kid out of high school. Well, the the reason you want the kid out of high school is you get him for multiple years. Do you? Transfer. Do you? Uh, what if yeah, he transfers? If, no, you well, don't. Well, if, he, if he's any good, you get him for multiple years. So not that's if, why you would want him. Not if he decides to transfer. Kid, no, the, but I'm, the quarterback's good. Hold on a second. The quarterback from Wake Forest was good, wasn't he? Yes. Set records there. Yes. Well, why didn't he stay at Wake Forest for another year? That's my point. I mean, you can always transfer. I, yeah, I, I get your point. But if you go to a Power 5 team, okay, Wake Forest isn't considered a blue blood Power 5 team, right? So he wanted to take his talents to. Uh, challenge himself and he's mm. finding out he should have stayed at wake forest that he's not a yeah. power five uh you know blue blood quarterback well, your point is well taken though the reason he's playing at notre dame this year in a transfer portal quarterback and a starter at the age of 30 or whatever he is is the <laughs> fact that he's not in the nfl dude looks older than gardner Minshew. he's got as almost as nice a beard as kevin stefanski did oh, you see his ha- yeah. facial hair dude, he, it, it's good, good man. looking guy good facial hair good looking yeah. guy you know, he's, he's probably the second-best-looking quarterback in Notre Dame next to Brady Quinn. Yeah, Brady Quinn is like at the th- – you know, hey, Joe Theismann has great hair still to this wait day. Minute, wait a minute. Joe Theismann. Changed it to Theismann to yes. rhyme with Heisman, so, so it's win Joe it. Theismann. Didn't win it. <laughs> I love Joe Theismann. Oh, another – this is another minute now. This is another Facenda moment. Uh-oh, what? John Theismann. Should I call him Theismann? Hey, he was in the NFL. Before he got his leg twisted in 18 million different ways by LT. In a single bar face mask. And the Washington... Are we allowed to call them Redskins? Back then they were. The Washington Redskins on the shores of Lake Erie. Oh, they were playing the Browns. Yes, they were. (laughs) In a single... No, because you know why. Because when we traded for Mobley, didn't he have a single bar too, didn't he? The field goal kicker? Uh, Mosley, Mark Mosley. Mosley, yes. I called him Mosley. Yes. I'm thinking yeah. Cavaliers. We're going to get to them in a second. In a, stri- in, in a square toe field goal kicker. That's it. Yep. Maybe that would have helped Cade York. <laughs> Did you ever kick with one of those like when you were a kid? Did you ever try one? No, on? I always oh, was soccer style. Dude. I never had a square toe. The square toe was hysterical. It literally was like kicking with uh, the end of uh, like a like a sledgehammer. Right. Boom! Yeah. You kick it like 90 yards. We had a kid at Springdale High School, true story, where I went, and we sucked at football except mm-hmm. for uh, two years. Uh, recently, they, they won the WPAL championship, and then in 1973, we oh, won the WPIAL championship. You ready for this? We had an offensive lineman and a kicker by yeah. the name of Mark Schubert. 
who wore the steel-toed kicking shoe, and he would go on to play at Pitt and win the MVP of the Gator Bowl for kicking field goals. What's the name of that river down there? Three rivers. What is it? Not The the Allegheny, the Monongahela. The the shores of the Monongahela. How do you say it? (laughs) Monongahela. Monongahela River. In the shores of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Shoemaker. Is that his name? Schubert. 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 Kick it, Schubert. (laughs) Kick it. Schubert. It was a tie game in the backyard brawl. They were taking on the West Virginia Mountaineers. You think John oh, Facenda would ever stop mid-sentence and say, is that how you pronounce it? Just woke yes. up from his, oh, absolutely. He just woke up there from his bloopers. nap. He, yeah. he just woke up from the dead. He quit trying to do Come my on. voice. Yeah. I would He's never say that about Schubert. Right now. Who is this idiot? John Schubert in the pit Panthers. Mark Schubert. Yeah. Mark <laughs> He did. True story. He won the MVP of, I believe it was the Gator Bowl, for kicking four field goals. Guy square was a toe? straight on kicker, oh, square, square toe, toe kicker. We got to get him on. Yeah. A single bar face mask? I don't know. Suspension helmet? With us. Did he wear a suspension helmet? No, he had a normal helmet because he played offensive line. Do you too. know how amazing it is that we're still alive? The guys that played with a suspension helmet. Do you know what a suspension helmet is? No, what's that? You've never seen it? No. Okay. Imagine the inside of a helmet. You've seen these football helmets now, right? Yeah. They're padded. They look like a motorcycle helmet. Right. We went from suspension to padding to what they had was uh, uh, air and then water helmets. A suspension helmet was no different than a hard hat. You've seen the inside of a hard hat, right? Got that strap that comes around your forehead and then a series of straps going up to the top of your head with a piece of rubber. Really? And underneath that piece of rubber is a circle where all of it connects. You get hit in the head, concussed, we're lucky we're alive. Wow. It was the worst helmet that you could ever imagine. And then they thought, okay, well, this isn't working. Let's go to padding. Let's put some styrofoam in there. That wasn't much better. It went from styrofoam to air, and you actually had a pump, and there was a series of little, for lack of a better term, little pouches inside your helmet. You could fill it up with as much or as little air as you wanted, and you got hit, it was like you just ran into a brick wall. That's not working. Let's try water. Well, guess what's harder than water in a baggie? Air. It's no different. Okay. So then they decided, well, let's combine the two, and bike came out with a helmet. And it weighed about 30 pounds. Anybody out there that remembers this, I'm telling the truth. This is not fun. Those helmets were so heavy that we would have to wear them during two-a-days in college so our necks would get strong enough to hold our head up. Wow. So you've got a series now because nothing seemed to work on its own. Padding and air. Need a little bit more air in my helmet. It seems a little loose. What are you, nuts? Yes, because I got hit in the head too many times. I can't think straight. (laughs) Obviously. Kenny, do you think JT was like uh, the lab rat when they tested all these helmets? Oh, no. Sounds like it. No, no. You can go. Here's what you do. Next time you're at McKinley and you're doing a game, get there a little bit early, go through the Turk. And when you go there, there's there's a display of all the football helmets that they've worn throughout the years at Canton McKinley. And you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Because every era is displayed. And you go from, what are you, nuts, 
to man, this is nice. Wow, I'm serious. That's crazy, it yeah. really is. So I did some digging. LinkedIn, Mark Schubert is still with us. Mark Schubert, it wasn't the Gator Bowl. It was the 79 Fiesta Bowl that he was the MVP of. Still towed the straight-on kicker. He kicked field goals of 46 yards. He kicked uh, a 36-yarder and another 46-yarder and an extra point. Dan Marino was the quarterback of that team. And Mark Schubert from Springdale, straight-on kicker, ended up being the MVP of that Fiesta Bowl that year when they beat... The then, uh, let's see, Arizona Wildcats, 16-10. Wow. to 10. How about that? Jackie Sherrill was his head coach, too. Mark Schubert yeah. still, God bless you, Mark Schubert. Found him on LinkedIn. I'm going to send him a message and tell him we're talking about him today on the Kenny and JT Show.